Hey, it's Justin Potney on the Mixed Morning Grind. Special guest joining us today as we feature Redwater on our Heartland Tour. It is Mayor Mel Smith. Mayor, how are you, sir? I'm fine, Justin. Thank you so much for having us. Well, I'm excited to talk about Redwater today. Let's talk about your start in Redwater. Did you grow up there? Did you move there later in life? How did you come to be part of Redwater? I was born there in 1950. Nice. Yeah. So it's been home for a long time. It has. I've worked away a bit, but Redwater has always been home. So you must have seen it grow quite a bit. I did. My earliest recollection is a little community of about 300 people. That small, yep. eh? Wow. So what was life like back then in, in Redwater? What did it look like? It was heaven. It was just uh, growing up in a typical small town, and you picture everything that you've ever seen on TV, and that's what it was. So was it just basically that main street and a couple of houses surrounding it, or how did it, or was it more spread out than that? No, actually, up in the north, north of our Pembina Place is an area that's called uh, Imperial Townsite. And Imperial Oil had built a number of homes up there for their employees. Uh, and, and some of the south side of town and some of the downtown had been built up as, as businesses. Right. But when the oil hit, uh, that's where uh, they put all their, their employees. So they had built the houses, the company did. That's right. So it's like one of those company towns kind it of. It was, yes. Interesting. So the growth over the years, when did the big growth come? Was it uh, you know the 70s, the 80s? When did you see things start to really materialize into kind of the red water we see today? Probably in 65, 66 when uh, SO Chemical started looking at the fertilizer plant. And so that's the thing with, with the heartland is a lot of this industry created – Created communities. Absolutely it did. I mean, that's one of the reasons why Redwater's been so successful in the last two years is simply because of the heartland and all the activity in it. So let's talk about the family-friendly nature of Redwater. Uh, my girlfriend grew up in Redwater, couldn't speak better of the place. So what is it about Redwater that makes it such a great place for families? Well, it shows that you have good taste by choosing somebody <laughs> from Redwater. Uh, you know, Redwater has always been a, a welcoming community. We've been open, and uh, I mean, we've gone through a number of different monikers. You know, we we were initially we were the friendly town, uh, and and that stuck with us for not forever almost, because the smaller the community, the more outgoing everybody is, and the sure. more friendly everybody is. Sure. I mean, I can honestly say I know everybody on our streets. Yeah. On both sides of the streets, uh, you can't say that in the cities. You can't. No. Everybody looks out for everybody else. And I mean, I can remember my wife and I were talking the other day. We go on holidays for two, three weeks at a time and never lock a door. That's right. Never lock it. Never think anything of it. Now, it's unfortunate when you go to get the mail, you figure, well, you know what, maybe I should throw the key in. And just to be safe. And it, that's just uh, the way that the world has evolved. You know, we're, we're still a small community where I, I like to think that everybody knows everybody. I mean, that isn't necessarily true anymore because we've had a, a large turnover of people, you know, with the employees in the industry and construction trades. But uh, for the most part, everybody that's there is friendly and outgoing and happy. Talking about some of those new families coming to town, there are some some new neighborhoods that have popped up in Redwater. There's been a decent amount of new house builds. You know, for a community our size, there's quite a bit of growth. We've got one development now that's got 11 or 12 duplex and triplexes in it. They're all full. As soon as they're built, they're, mm-hmm. there's somebody in them. Uh, we've got a new strip mall with, I think, nine or 11 apartments on top, and they're filling up. The hotels are, are really busy, and it's, it's good to see. And our business community, you know, we've got businesses that are still been opening all through the pandemic, uh, and that's never a bad thing. You guys didn't lose one business during the pandemic? Not only that, our businesses thrived. There's not a lot of communities that can say that. Early on, we had people coming from the city to buy groceries. And what was the reason for it? No lineups. For the first month, we had toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and that was a good thing. Yeah. And even now, there's more and more people 
uh, Lake Wake, they vacate the city on Friday night and going out to the lakes. Right. They're stopping in, they're buying groceries. I mean, in addition to Tim Horton, certainly hasn't hurt. Uh, so, it, you know, it, it's everything that's coming into play. All of our businesses, every one of them, just they really did good. People came together to show support. More with Redwater Mayor Mel Smith coming up. The Heartland Tour rolls on today as we check in on Redwater. It's presented by the town of Redwater. Got Mayor Mel Smith with me, and Mayor, you've got some improvement projects going on right now. We are right now. We're in the process of finalizing our uh, uh, ice plant and and HVAC upgrades at a permanent place, and that was a one point six million dollar project. We're also in the middle of a storm sewer project, crossing the schoolyard, which has to be completed before school starts, and that's another million dollars. And we've got, you know, four or five other projects, you know, in the five six hundred thousand dollar range that we are planning on completing this summer, paving projects and sidewalks and stuff. So now let's talk. Uh, get back to you, Mel. Uh, when did you decide first to to take a run at uh, at, at helping out with your community when it comes to uh, the council side or the, the mayor side? You started in council, correct? I did about twenty seven, twenty eight years ago. That's a heck of a run. And what was the reason for it? Why did you go to try and help the community? Yeah, we uh, we saw a need at that time. So we had a lot of people who'd been in play for a long time, and uh, and it was good. It was an eye opener. It wasn't. It wasn't anything like it is now. Mm-hmm. It, it truly was an old boys club. I don't. I don't. Uh, I wouldn't call it that now. You know, we've got a pretty good mix. And and then I got busy at work again, and I didn't have the time, so I resigned and stepped down. And then when I retired in two thousand and four, we were out at a dinner party, and I told my wife, "You know what? I'm going to run for me." She didn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> she does now, though. Yeah. Sure enough, that October I ran for mayor and was successful. And I've been mayor for fourteen years. Have you made the decision yet if you're running come fall? Oh, absolutely. I made the decision the day after the last election. I said, I will never run again. This is it. This is it. And the town deserves a change. Sure. I mean, like I say, I don't believe anybody should stay in office more than 10 years because it's not right for the town. My vision and, and my beliefs may be completely out of focus by 10 years. You know, no seven people should have direct say of what happened. I mean, there's got to be more involvement. And that's really not easy to do. And it's a struggle at times. Yeah. But, I mean, I certainly have respect for all the members of council that have ran. Just live and learn and grow on. I suppose. Now, as we grow, let's talk about the future growth of Redwater. Obviously, you're seeing and planning a little bit here into the future as you're currently mayor and with council. Where do you see the future going as far as Redwater goes, as far as growth and, and other things in the next five, ten years? We've always projected about a two and a half percent increase in growth, and that's what that's typically what the government is forecasting for us also. Mm-hmm. And we've met that. I mean, we have a lot of residents that say, "Oh, you know, we've been losing residents and blah blah blah." Well, we you know we can lose all the residents we want, but the houses are all full and we're building new ones. Yeah, so yeah, somebody's paying the taxes, somebody, right? Yeah, that's right. So, do, do we have a focus on growth? No, we're trying to build some of the better communities that we've you know we can. You know, we're looking at. And we're looking at doing a development with some smaller lots uh, and beautifying them. We are completing some walking trails, hopefully by this summer. Uh, we have another development that's going to be finished with a 12-suite apartment, and that'll be connected to the walking trails. Well, Mel, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me today. I just want to ask you this, too. You know, on a, a nice evening in Redwater, folks visiting town, what's a little hidden gem you can tell us about? What's, what's the place to go on a Friday or Saturday night? You know what? I'm pretty proud of all of our restaurants. It doesn't matter which one you walk in. The service is going to be good. The food is going to be excellent. And I mean excellent. 
Uh, I think we've got five full-service restaurants, and uh, I'm be proud as hell to walk in any one of them because the food's good, and we do. And the, and the service is through the roof. You really get the small town feel when you uh, do stop by at one of those restaurants, having done it myself. Mel, thank you so much for uh, taking the time. Thank you for all these years uh, serving your community on uh, on council and as mayor. And uh, we wish you the best of luck going into back into retirement come fall. Thank you, Justin. And uh, congratulations on picking a good redwater girl. <laughs> It's the Mixed Morning Grind. We're celebrating Redwater today as our Heartland Tour community. And joining me on the line is Tanya Sheznuk, longtime Redwater resident. Tanya, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So let's hear a little bit about your Redwater story. Did you grow up there? Did you move there a little bit later on in life? How did you end up in town? Well, my husband actually grew up in Redwater from um, K to 12. He was there. And um, then when we... We had moved to Edmonton. We were starting a family, and we decided to move back, and he also had a business there, so it was a great place to move to. It's so close to Edmonton, so off we went. You raised four girls. What was it like raising a family in the community of Redwater? How was that? You know what? It's a great place to raise a family. It's uh, got all the amenities you need. It's safe. You kind of know everybody in town. After a while, you get to know most people. And um, it's a nice little place. Everybody watches out for each other. And we have great neighbors. And it's got, like I said, everything you need. And I know you love checking out that golf course, too, right? I sure do, yes. Beautiful little uh, course. And uh, from what I've heard from the greenskeeper in um, um, Goose Hummock, he said that we've got one of the best greens around. Talking to Don Welsh earlier this morning and uh, talking about some of the great things that go on with the golf course, uh, even down to their their juniors program. I mean, uh, that $5 kids can go and golf and learn the game. Uh, You can't beat that price anywhere. No, no, you can't. For a senior rate, we pay under $900 a year. Which is a steal. You, You can't find that hardly anywhere. Oh, you can't. You can't. And most days you can just walk on any day and and play some golf, and uh, you're home in two minutes. So it's really, really nice. Well, there's plenty of nice things about Redwater, of course, the golf course being one of them. Tanya, thank you so much for spending a little time with me today, and maybe we'll see you on the course soon. Oh, you're very welcome. Anytime. It is the Mixed Morning Grind. We're celebrating Redwater today on the Heartland Tour. We have a very special guest on the line. Don Welsh from the Redwater Golf Course is with us. Don, how are you? Just fine. Thank you, Justin. Don, tell us a little bit about the history of the Redwater Golf Course. Back in 1959, uh, Esso actually donated this tract of land to the town for, for sports. At that point, local group actually built a golf course, nine-hole course, in the area that uh, Esso had donated. So it's been going since 1959. It was uh, it's a not-for-profit. It's a society uh, basically run by a board of directors for these past 60, so you know, 61, 62 years. Uh, the course has seen lots of improvements over the years. Um, back in the early days, there wasn't a lot of trees. And over the duration of the past 20 years, we've we put in irrigation, which is uh, town effluent. There's been a lot of trees planted. So there's a lot of definition on the fairways now. Basically, it's, it's, a, it's a little tougher course than what it used to be. But still, it's only uh, like 6,200 plus yards. It's perfect for um, people that are starting out and tough enough yet that... Um, it, it can be a difficult course to play. It's And it's definitely a community hub. As you mentioned, it's a community-run organization. And I, I know for folks in Redwater, it's a big point of pride in the community. It seems like it's generation after generation, something that people keep on going back to. Yes, absolutely. 
Yeah, there's a lot of longtime members. We're getting younger members now, so it is continuing, and, and we're, we're happy to see that. Community kind of had to come together when there was some uh, natural instances that occurred uh, at the golf course, and the community really came through to help out. We had uh, terrible flooding the last two years, um, and we basically ended up calling on LTD uh, oil field services, and they basically donated uh, like a backhoe and uh, a bulldozer and the manpower to operate the machinery. And it is it has made a huge difference to the course and the playability and, and just the general appearance. They, as well as uh, JNART, uh, Directional Drilling, are two of the major, major contributors to the project, as well as the town. The town had a grant for us and uh, all together... Um, it was something we couldn't have financially even looked at, but everybody came together and, and we got it done. It's been a very dry year, with the exception of maybe a little bit in the last couple of weeks. How do you guys deal with that at the Redwater Golf Course? Well, there was a lot of six o'clock mornings for me going in. And, <laughs> I uh, bet. We had extra watering. <laughs> yeah. We, we were in the 30s, so yeah, it, uh, they demand water, and uh, you know, if you don't, um, it's easy to lose greens to heat like that. So we just have to keep them wet and... Uh, they survived, and they're, uh, they're actually in great shape right now. More with Don Walsh from the Redwater Golf Course coming up in just a couple minutes. Back with Don Walsh from the Redwater Golf Course. Don, let's talk a little bit about uh, your experience with Redwater. Now, you don't live right in town. You live on an acreage outside of town. But how long have you lived in the Redwater area for? For about 38 years. And what is it about the Redwater area that uh, just makes you want to stick around and, and be part of the community? It's a community with everything. I mean, we, we live three miles south. You've got a, a grocery store. We've got a hospital. RCMP are stationed here. There's restaurants. There's a lot of activities for sports as well as uh, as the other. We've got the golf course, of course. There's a curling rink. There's a hockey rink all in the Pembina complex. Everything's well used. Of course, COVID last year took a lot of those out of play, but we're hoping to get back and, and going with all those activities uh, this fall. One of the things we've got extreme pride we take in, in our juniors night that's run by um, Dave McRae, who was a pro himself uh, back in the day, um, and he actually runs the program. We end up with 30 juniors at least um, every Monday, $5, um, you get a hot dog and a pop, and we actually supply clubs if you don't have them. So it's a perfect way to learn. Dave's a very good teacher, um, and he gives them tips every week uh, when they come in. So. You know, whether or not you have clubs or not, if you've got the $5, basically it pays for the hot dog and the pop, and the golf is basically gratis for the for the kids. I mean, that's a great way to get youth involved uh, in, in the sport. Well, Don, yeah, thank you so much for uh, chatting with us. Uh, Don Welsh from the Redwater Golf Course, uh, telling us all about the course, the course history, and of course, uh, Redwater, which he's uh, so proud to call home. Don, thank you so much. We really appreciate it, and we hope you have an awesome rest of the summer. Good luck at the course. Thanks, Justin. Could I just add one more thing? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because it's Redwater Day on your station, we're giving a two-for-one golf uh, discount on Friday. So that's this Friday? This Friday. Well, no better time to head out and check out the Redwater Golf Course. Don, thank you so much. Great. Thanks, Justin. I mean, two-for-one golf, that sounds pretty good. We'll see you on the course in Redwater. I'm Justin Potnier. Time to call our Mix 107 person of the day. It's Dave McRae. Morning, Dave here. Hi, Dave. This is Justin calling from Mix 107. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing wonderfully. I bet you're wondering why the heck I'm calling you. Uh, 
Um, okay. <laughs> Dave, uh, today we're featuring Redwater on our Heartland tour and uh, yeah. by a couple of folks that I talked to and uh, knowing a few folks from Redwater as well. They wanted to name you the Mix 107 Person of the Day because you're such a great representative of the town of Redwater. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> for all the good that you do in the community with volunteering and especially the stuff you do at the golf course. I enjoy working with the juniors and uh, seeing their development as they go along, and uh, it's just something I like doing. So, Well, that's one thing. We talked to, to Don Welsh a little bit earlier this morning. He told us about that juniors program. It really is something special for $5 that the kids can get a pop and a hot dog and, and play golf and learn the game for such a great affordable rate. Well, and the other thing that we throw in there is that not every child is able to afford the equipment that they need. So that $5 also includes clubs, balls, and tees if they need it. And we've had some really good partnerships through uh, North Parkland Power, uh, the Connect Energy, and uh, the some private donations as well. A Glenn Baxter Memorial uh, is one of them. Well, it's definitely gone a long way to, to teach a lot of youngsters the game, that's for sure. Uh, Dave, I wanted to ask you, too, since we're featuring Redwater today and, and talking about so, so many good things that happen in town, uh, you've been a longtime resident. What is it that you love about uh, living in, in Redwater? To me, Redwater has always been a, a safe community. It's uh, a place where uh, you get to know lots and lots of people just through social interaction, going to the post office, stopping at the IGA for food, uh, uh, going to a restaurant or something like that. You you bump into the same people. Some of the small amenities that we have in, in the uh, in the community, you don't see in, in some smaller communities. We have a seasonal pool. We've got a great hockey, uh, curling, um, uh, fitness center complex, uh, the hospital, the police detachment. All of those things make it a really enjoyable community the people here are, are good people so it's um, for me it's always just been a, a really great place to live and you're one of those great people that make it a special place congratulations uh, you are the mix 107 person of the day today uh, dave and thank you for all that you do in your community well thank you for uh, mix's uh, involvement in our community because i think it's been about four years now that that we've really focused with mix and and uh, being able to uh, listen to the things that are going on in our surrounding area, and that all incorporates uh, Redwater as well. So we've got Discovery Days coming up, and uh, we'll probably see you for that too, won't we? We will see you there, Dave. We hope you have a great morning. You take care, and have and thank you for the phone call. Our Mix 107 Person of the Day, Dave McRae. Hey, it's Justin Potnier, and today we're celebrating Redwater in our Heartland Tour. It's part of the 107 Days of Summer, powered by OK Tire, Fort Saskatchewan. Special guest joining me now, Sherry Taggart-Derry from Red Apple in Redwater. Sherry, how are you? Great. How are you this morning? I'm doing fantastic. Now, for those who don't know, what is the Red Apple? Uh, Red Apple is a general merchandise store that carries all your needs for your home, clothing, food, just uh, a, a great store to stop by for just about anything. Let's talk a little bit about you, Sherry. When did you first make your way to Redwater? Uh, I started here in Redwater back in 1992, I think, is when I first moved here about 29 years ago. So it's been uh, quite and, the run, three decades. Oh, it has. It has. And I've been in the same building working for about 25 of those years. So it's kind of cool, actually. No kidding. And you raised raised your kids there too, right? I did. 
two boys. Uh, uh, my husband and I moved here, and, and we've been a very big part of the community for the whole time. The boys have gone to school their whole lives here. It's been it's been a great place to live, absolutely. From the family portion of it, that must have been a real selling point on, on you choosing Redwater as a place to live because it's a very family-friendly community. It, it is, uh, actually. And right from the time they started school, right up until there's been great relationships uh, made throughout the time here. And the kids have grown up to great men and, and doing great things. And, and it's just been awesome to be part of it. Now, let's move into the business side of things with with Red Apple. How how did the pandemic affect you, Sherry? And also, how did it affect your business? Well, it, it affected me as it affected most. It was kind of scary and, and um, being deemed an essential business because we carry food. It was, it was kind of trying to begin with, honestly. But all in all, uh, honestly, the community stepped up together and we made it through. And Business has been great, uh, honestly. I think we've all learned a different way to shop and a way to make things work in your own communities so that you could get through it. It it, it was good. Trying, but it was good. (laughs) For sure. And that's kind of, you know, goes hand in hand with the whole shop local thing, because I think now more than ever, people are realizing the importance of it. You can see it. Everybody is doing their part in in trying to support the community that way as well. It's it's very strong in Redwater, I'd say, for sure. Celebrating Redwater today on the Heartland Tour. More with Sherry Tager-Derry coming up. Hey, it's Justin Potney. We're featuring Redwater today on the Heartland Tour. My guest this morning, Sherry Taggart-Derry from Red Apple. Sherry, your business is involved in plenty of community events. Yes, yes, we are, actually. We we pride ourselves in being um, strong members of the community, giving back to them, you know, for supporting us as well. It's, it's a great two-sided coin there, for sure. For sure. And you also uh, do a lot with seniors or have done in the past with seniors. What are the, what are the items that uh, you guys have, have done with them? Uh, so this year uh, in itself, we participated in the um, townwide parade. There was a parade um, sponsored by the town to just appreciate our seniors during Seniors Week. And um, as well at Easter, we had um, uh, a charity drive, I want to say, to just make sure that they knew we were thinking of them. We all uh, made up enough Easter baskets for the um, seniors in the lodge and the um, long-term care there, and it was it was fantastic. The community came together, and it was something we love to do in our store. We love to promote and and help people. So one of the things that lots of folks are getting excited for in Redwater is Discovery Day is coming up soon. I know you guys are involved in the parade, correct? Yes, yes, we're going to be in the parade again this year. We we have to defend our title. <laughs> the last time the, the last time we were in it, we won best overall. So. Um, we're going to have to go back and think of something really good to come back with it this year. For sure. So the champs are back. You betcha. You betcha. <laughs> we'll try our darndest, that's for sure. <laughs> awesome. So what are your favorite parts of Discovery Days? For folks who maybe haven't been before, want to head out this year, uh, lots of uh, folks are heading to, to the smaller towns to do uh, the parades and, and enjoy all that atmosphere. Uh, so what is it about Discovery Days that you love, Sherry? Uh, I love the way the whole community comes together and puts on different things and I guess shows off our town you know there's a lot of pride there so everybody does all that they can you know the community comes together and cleans up around the town and their yards and everybody participates in that that whole weekend our fireworks are phenomenal on that weekend and it's just such a 
laid back, easy, happy community. Well, it is a great community without a doubt. Sherry Taggart Dairy from Red Apple in Redwater. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We hope you have an awesome day. Thanks. You as well. Back on the Mixed Morning Grind as we feature Redwater today on the Heartland Tour. Travis Reed is my guest, the president of the Redwater Ag Society. Travis, how are you? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. How's your summer been so far? I'm <laughs> busy. Yeah, I bet. Redwater Ag Society back in action post-COVID with Discovery Days. What, what's planned? What's going on? Got quite a few things uh, planned for this year after the COVID thing. Uh, we're doing a drive-in movie theater on Friday night. And Saturday, it will be the main day where we'll have uh, inflatables. We have a car show and shine. We'll have a... Um, clown balloon artist walking around uh, we also have an elvis impersonator that will be performing during the car show there'll be the red water parade so you guys are going basically full speed ahead here there's a there's a lot that's been uh, been planned for for this year coming back from covid i would imagine the town of Redwater, knowing how big discovery days are in the community uh, there's been a real a real appetite for it yeah, it's something that uh, we wanted to bring back. Most of the acts that we kind of have coming this year were booked for last year. So with the COVID happening, why not? we had to postpone it and, and start up this year. Uh, we also have our fireworks show that is usually Saturday night. It was something that our, when our group got together, and we're like, well, we're going to go ahead with it after the province open lifted all the restrictions and we're like yeah we should do it because it's something that we feel just the the communities need again and people need to get out and try to get some normalcy back in their life and whatnot so now, travis you grew up in redwater you grew up around discovery days it's got to be kind of cool to to relive that every year when i was growing up and whatnot um, my parents have been involved with the discovery days back then and we used to have uh, rodeos and all that kind of stuff so it, it was it was really fun. It was something that we look forward to all the time as kids and whatnot. Now that I have my kids, uh, it's something that they always look forward to. So they always ask me, what are we going to do this year for Discovery Days and stuff like that. It's nice to have that, that uh, the generations kind of come together, eh? Yes. And then uh, they get excited because we also have um, the bench show going on this year and the farmer's market. So the kids, they like to... Uh, they like to make um, uh, things to put in the bench show and stuff like that. So it's good to see that uh, the younger kids want to get involved with things like that again and crafts and baking and and gardening and all that kind of stuff. So, What are the dates again for Discovery Days this year, Travis? Uh, it's the third weekend of August, so I believe it's the 20, 21st, 22nd weekend. It's going to be the place to be, Redwater and Discovery Days. Travis, thanks so much. Have a great day, and we'll see you at Discovery Days. Thank you.